right, welcome back, pool fans from across the country and around the world. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is June the 2nd, 2016. And this week's show is brought to you in part by Q Sports International, creating more choices and more events for more players. So get out there and play. What's going on in the pool world, guys? Well, you know, there's a lot uh, going on now, and there's a lot of stuff, good stuff coming up. But first, uh, I'd like to send out some congratulations uh, to Mr. Skyler Woodward. Uh, he broke one off uh, at uh, Buffalo Buffalo's Billiards down in uh, Metairie, New Orleans. Last weekend, they had a great uh, pro nine ball and one pocket event side by side. So Sky took the nine ball. Congrats to him. And uh, Mr. Tony Chohan took the uh, one-pocket event. Uh, Tony's kind of on fire recently, so you got to give uh, props to Tony for that uh, because he's also playing in the Make It Happen one-pocket tournament that's now ha- happening right now as we speak out at uh, Sandcastle Billiards in Jersey. Uh, the AccuStats Make It Happen match um, uh, matches have already begun for the one pocket event. Um, it was Tony Chohan versus Alex Peglion in the first set, and Tony just jumped on him uh, and took the set three to one. Uh, the second set was uh, Shane Van Boning versus Danny Smith, and uh, Shane jumped on him, uh, took that set three to one. The Third set is now underway, and so uh, it's not too late, you know, to get in on that action. If you want to watch some of the best one pocket in the world, uh, jump on over there to AccuStats.com and uh, check out the pay-per-view. You will not regret it. There's going to be some great, great, great pool going on there. And so, uh, what else? Oh, um, you know, the Atlantic Challenge Cup for the juniors is coming up in... Uh, Gosh, it's a little over a month from now, and they uh, have whittled it down to their final five players for the American team. So we also have to send out some congratulations to uh, the lineup for this, the 2016 Team USA Juniors, uh, Mr. Chris Robinson of Ventura, California, who is 18, Ryan Ponton, I hope I'm saying that wrong, Ponton. Uh, 19 of Bradley, Illinois. Shane Wolford, 16 of Troutville, Troutville, Virginia. Ricky Evans, as you may know, the little brother of Nick Evans. 15 from St. Louis, Missouri. April Larson, 16 of Bloomington, Minnesota. And Serena Black, 17 of Warrensburg, Illinois. So you got your, your Midwest contingency and then a little bit of East Coast and a little bit of West Coast. Uh, it's a well-rounded team. These guys are all very smart and all very talented, and uh, so we want to congratulate them for making the final five on the cut. Um, also, they'll be backed up with a couple alternates. Uh, Zach, Sierra, Emily, and Tyler will all be there also uh, in their support of the team, and in just in case, you know, something happens and you need a backup player. So congrats to all the team. You guys need to mark this on your calendar, okay? July the 8th through the 11th, Atlantic Challenge Cup. The juniors of the U.S. versus the juniors of Europe. It, it will be free streamed on the internet. 
So you can watch this, and you should support this event. If you know any of these juniors, give them a pat on the back, man. Tell them good job for all that stuff. So we're, we are just stoked about it. Um, and speaking of juniors, you know, um, they actually have an event coming up right around the corner. The ACUI uh, Collegiate Championship is going to be launching out uh, on the 10th. So it's about a week from now. So they're going to have that. And then in another month, they're going, to, they're going to have the Atlantic Challenge Cup. And then about a week later are the Junior Nationals, uh, which will also be going on in Chicago. So uh, a lot of junior pool coming up in the next month here. Support your juniors in any way that you can. And speaking of support, um, you know there is a new uh, women's organization, the NAPT. And they are about to launch their inaugural, inaugural <laughs> 10 ball event uh tomorrow as a matter of fact uh it is going to be out in uh, virginia and promises to be a pretty strong field um it's good to see the ladies have more events to get involved with so it's overall this is a good thing for pool if you uh it will be live streamed so if you want to find out more about that visit uh, play com. the word play n a p t Dot com and you can find out more about that women's event that kicks off tomorrow and uh, gee whiz did you hear um, there is a huge huge event launching this year um, we had talked about it with Jerry Forsyth earlier in the year and it their, their initial plan got scrapped and they decided to revamp the whole idea rebuild the whole event and now um, they are relaunching, I guess, the announcement of this. Um, Corner Bank Sports Bar up in Toronto is going to be kicking off a world-class 10-ball series with a championship at the end. There will be five qualifiers and then a grand championship at the end of it with over a $225,000 prize pool for this one. So you're going to want to keep your eyes and ears peeled for the, the details as they unfold. Uh, this is the qualifiers. The five events are going to start in September and run through the winter. And then the championship will be held in April of 2017. So uh, congratulations to uh, Mr. Jerry Forsyth and Jim White uh, to get this event back together and put it on North American soil is going to be a big deal for our professional players and for the game on this continent. So, uh, like I said, keep your eyes and your ears peeled for that. It's definitely going to be a quality event when that comes time. So, with that, we're going to go ahead and turn you over to the one-minute pool instructor for the day. But before we do, we have to wish Mr. Randy G. Uh, happy birthday. He's been providing us with uh, one-minute pool uh, tips with Scott Lee for a couple of years now and we appreciate it and uh, here's to you Randy uh, hope you have a whole bunch of more happy birthdays we'll be right back after this Hi, I'm Scott Lee. I'm Randy G. And welcome to the One Minute Pool Instructor. 
This week we're going to talk about some of the new teaching aids that are out there on the market. Randy, why don't you tell us about them? Well, I got a couple new ones uh, just recently. Uh, two different cues from two different people. So let's talk about the first one. Uh, it's called the protrusion cue. Mm-hmm. And it's designed with a uh, finger indent in the cue, where, where when you're cradling the cue, you can actually feel an indentation or a, uh, uh, um, an extra piece in there. And, and the cue is used to see if you twist your wrist or if the cue turns sideways in the middle of your stroke. Hmm. So uh, okay. um, it's, a, it's a good teaching aid. Well, it's certainly valuable for us to know if that's happening or not. Right. Right. Of course, we use video analysis to, to check that out. And, and uh, well, we use a simple little mark on the ferrule. <laughs> I mean, but nevertheless, the protrusion cue, uh, it, it's a really good playing cue. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I've been using that in classes. Uh, and then I've got a real interesting cue from uh, the drill instructor, Dominic Esposito. It's called the M1A1. Mm -hmm. And the cue is called the M1A1, and it comes with two shafts. It comes with a regular playing shaft, and then it comes with a training shaft. Ah. And the training shaft is used to see how close you can get to center cue ball. Because I tell you, Scott, if you're off center a micro, you miss cue. Hmm. Now, you can pocket balls with it, but you got to stay dead center. Do you suppose that would change with a different tip than it comes with? I wouldn't think so. No? No. Uh -uh. Oh. Well, yeah. yeah uh, if you had a really soft tip versus a hard tip, it seemed like it'd be more forgiving. It might be, but uh, the uh, the idea of the cue is uh, you think you're hitting center and you're not. Right. right. So every shot you shoot, you're lining up dead or trying to line up dead center. And then the M1A1 um, experimental shaft lets you know right away whether you hit center ball or not. Because mm -hmm. you literally miss cue, uh, well, of course, immediately. but. So, so huh. those are two new cues that I've got for uh, our, our students here, and, and I use them both. I like them both. Yeah, you know what? There, there's a lot of uh, different uh, training aids out there. Uh, I think that the uh, Rempe training ball is a valuable thing to use. I know that, um, that uh, Sterling has put out uh, that new cue ball that we got from uh, John Barton. Yep. Um, uh, that is, it gives you a, a good idea of where you're striking the ball with the chalk marks. And, I mean, that's a. It, there are many things we can buy. We can also just use things like a stripe to tell us right. whether or not we're hitting the ball in the center. And really, the proof's in the pudding. If you can run that uh, cue ball up to the head end of the table and back to your tip in a straight line, you're probably moving your cue pretty well. Yeah, not the cue ball, object ball. Right, right, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to ever use a cue ball in that drill. And why is that? Oh, yeah, you can't find vertical axis. Well, yeah, you can't <laughs> see spin on a cue ball until it hits a rail. Right. So now you don't know whether you aimed wrong or struck the cue ball wrong. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of training aids coming out. Uh, uh, I wish somebody would do something for the grip. Yeah. You know? I don't know how or where that could be with all the electronic uh, information now, computer age, you would think we could have a, a grip tension device or something. You would sure think so. All right. So that's all I've got this time. But, uh, you know, I receive uh, uh, two or three uh, training aids um, 
to review over the year, and, and most of them are real good stuff. All right. Well, that's great. So um, next week, why don't we talk about uh, some of the standard things, like how do you get a better break? Yeah, let's define a better break then. Okay. All perfect. right. This is Randy G. This is Scott Lee for the One Minute Pool Instructor. We'll see you next week. All right. Radio. This is the Legends and Champions Report. My name is Mark Cantrell. I'm your host. And this week we've got a couple of things going on that are already in progress and we've got things that are coming up. So uh, I think if we do a, a mini infomercial or uh, let people know what's, what's coming up and what's going on now. You know, sometimes people don't follow easy billions on Facebook the same way and sometimes they listen to us I, instead, believe it or not. So, um, I have my guest, Mr. Daniel Bush, the stream extraordinaire promoter. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm doing great, Mark. Uh, nice P to hear your voice again. POV pool. POV pool. The man behind POV pool. Um, right now, what... I know we got some things going on right now. What 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 do we have going on right now that uh, you can enlighten me about? Because I've been as busy as heck with one thing or another. What's what's going on in the pool world today? Well, right now it's the beginning of June, and uh, you have Tony Chohan and uh, Efren Reyes, Alex Pagelian, Shane Van Boning, and a few other monster players are uh, playing the uh, Make It Happen One Pocket Challenge uh, on Accustats, which is very exciting, a uh, one-pocket event. Uh, they're doing a big round-robin uh, format event, and, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, it's, it's on the heels of a recent one-pocket event that took place in Louisiana, the professional one-pocket uh, championship uh, event. And uh, which was won by Tony Chohan. That's is that the one that took place at Buffalo's? Yes, yes. And uh, Tony Chohan, I believe, uh, defeated uh, Alex Tagalion, Danny Smith, um, and uh, I believe Scott Frost as well. So it was, uh, you know, it was quite uh, an, an upset for some of the, you know, favorites to win that event. Alex Tagalion, I believe. He, uh, he went to and out on that event, so uh, very interesting. And now I'm hearing that uh, Tony has uh, just beat Alex again handily in the Accustats Make It Happen One Pocket event. So some pretty exciting matches, I'm sure, are going on. I have not had time to uh, to watch the pay-per-view, uh, but I do I do plan on uh, joining in on the pay-per-view probably on the, uh, on the final day. You know, it, it's, it's, I'm going to, I want to try and word this graceful, as gracefully as I can. Tony Choham has been, how long has he been back with us in the pool community? Well, he came back in 2015, uh, last year, and okay. been in uh, a handful of uh, big challenge matches playing Richie Richardson. Uh, Danny Smith, Chip Compton, just to name a few, and uh, and he's, he's, he's done very well. 
Yeah, he's come back with a, a, a vengeance, hasn't he? Yeah, he uh, he's come back real strong. He's living in Detroit now, uh, and uh, you know he's also he's also got a tour that he's uh, starting up, the Town Tips tour, and I believe that launches in November. Keo uh, Pool was uh, we were initially we negotiate we were negotiating to uh, to provide uh, coverage of his. But uh, unfortunately, because, you know, I'm based on the West Coast, most of his events are in the Midwest and in the South. Uh, we, uh, we just figured that uh, budget-wise, it would probably be better for him to, uh, you know, seek coverage from uh, another uh, provider. Right. Yeah. He, has a, he has a tour going on uh, in November. It's going to be 10 Ball Bar Box. And I believe he's got a guaranteed 5,000 added for each event uh, on that tour. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's eight or ten uh, separate dates. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's not easy to pull off, especially when you're out there on the road playing like you've been. So good for him. Good for him. Starting his uh, new life. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, hat's, my hat is off to him. I mean, he's got, uh, you know, the, the uh, tour winning one pocket uh, event he is uh you know he's launched a clothing line i mean the guy is just uh you know he's come back like a uh, tornado you know let, let me ask you another question because we mentioned um uh buffalo village down there in louisiana and uh, have, have you ever been there no i haven't Oh, it's just to tell you, cra cra I don't know, I think craziest place, it's not rock and roll, you know rock and roll from Izzy Billions, he goes in there. Okay. I've got, I, 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 I've got a couple of great stories about that guy. He's, he's, a, he's a, a, a real beauty. Um, but the, we, I was there with Buddy Hall, matter of fact, and we couldn't get Buddy, every time, well, where's Buddy gone? Oh, he's back at the, he's back at the bar. And, you know, he, he don't drink. And uh, they sell ice cream there. And he was up for ice cream, like, every time they finished. He was, like, one after the other. He's like, I might drink a beer. He was going back for ice cream. And uh, you can, you can uh, there's a tournament going on. I said, yeah, I'll join in. It was a race to one tournament. And they allow you to crawl on the tables. Well, that was what <laughs> That was the one thing that stuck in my mind about this uh, this particular uh, venue was that uh, they have this odd policy of if you can't uh, if you can't reach the shot you know never mind getting the bridge just go ahead climb on the table and shoot the shot. We've seen footage of uh, Dennis Ocolio, uh, uh crawling on the table, and you know I mean my, my first reaction is like what is he on? <laughs> you know. <laughs> But apparently it's, uh, it's kosher there. It's kosher. Just go ahead and, uh, yeah, just, you know, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's totally against my religion, you know, but. You know, well, I, I got to tell you, I got to tell you this. I, I, and I know we've got a, a few things to, to get through, but I have all kinds of little stories. Um, so, so this night they decided to have a, a race to one tournament. I think it was like $30 entry or something like that, but it was a full field. And 
I'm playing this guy, and I played probably one of the best safety shots I've ever played in my whole life. And it was where I'd hooked, I, uh, what they call it, Chinese snooker? When you get behind the ball, you know, the cue ball, there's a ball behind, and you couldn't get over it with a bridge. Right, like and a treetop, treetop as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and and then the other ball come all the way around. And I'm thinking, oh, that, that's just, he's got a stretch over here, he's got to use a bridge, he can't use a bridge, how's he going to make the shot? This is brilliant. And this freaking guy, he gets up on the table and his hands and knees and shuffles across and, and, and plays a shot. And the ball, the ball was down by the corner pocket. He makes the fucking, makes the ball. Yes. And, and I'm like, okay, I, I take the ball up off the table. I'm like, what are you doing? I thought he just freaking gave up. And he was yeah. just like, like, I'm not, no? I'm not, I'm not really sure about, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that holds water with me, but you know, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the event, uh, but I, 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 you know, I don't think uh, we would have seen like Efren Reyes or uh, Alex Pagalian jump on the table to shoot a shot in a, in a, you know. Oh no, no, this was a, this was a local, uh, you know, it was like a Tuesday night or Thursday night tournament that they just kind of threw together. Yeah, <laughs> enough people there. But I can't believe what I was seeing when the guy crawled across the table. I'm like, this is craziness. I've seen everything yeah. now. It's but, a first for me. <laughs> so, um, come July, we've got some things going on in July, don't we? Um, I know we we just said the beginning of June, but there isn't a whole lot going on between the, after this. I don't think there's a lot going on, is there? Until we get to July. Well, no, not really. Um, However, I will say that uh, there's going to be a lot of activity. Uh, Fred Reyes uh, will be back and forth to the West Coast. You know, POV pools based on the West Coast. So, you know, when these players uh, touch down and they, uh, you know, settle here, we try to, uh, you know, take advantage of uh, their presence. And, you know, the rooms, the rooms benefit from it and uh, the viewers on our live stream benefit from it and uh, we uh, have actually we've actually left uh, June 27 28 and 29 open for a pending event which I don't want to get into too much uh, discussion about but uh, we do have some people touching down in in, in Los Angeles and California uh, Edgy Geronimo from the Philippines is scheduled to be here on the 20th of June and uh, you know he may very well be the one of the guys that we play, that we uh, do something with in June, uh, June 27, 28, 29, those dates that I, you know, mentioned to you. Uh, but July is uh, what we're all waiting for. Uh, there is the West Coast Swing, which is back uh, on the map. And uh, for those who don't aren't familiar with the West Coast Swing, it is a collection of six tournaments that take place in one month. And... Uh, with over $50,000 in added money. Now, all of these tournaments are independent tournaments. There's no registration. There's no tour registration or anything like that. They're all independent tournaments, but the rooms have, have all worked. We, you know, we've worked in association with each other and in conjunction with each other to make sure that the timelines of these events and the payouts are attractive to the players so that they can come 
and enjoy our beautiful West Coast and start in San Francisco at Family Billiards on July 2nd and work their way down to uh, Fremont, California to Chris Schwartz's brand new California Billiard Club room, which uh, recently moved from Mountain View, uh, and then travel south again to Bellflower, California for the uh, 7th Annual Hard Times 10 Ball, and then swing over to the uh, CSI U.S. Open event in Las Vegas uh, toward the uh, end of July. So, you know, the West Coast Swing is just a great thing for pool on the West Coast. We've already confirmed uh, Darren Appleton, uh, John Mora, Francisco Bustamante, uh, Ike Runnels from Chicago is going to come out, uh, Dave. You might find that interesting. Uh, and uh, we have, uh, you know, we have a lot of other pros that are, uh, are talking about uh, getting in as well. I know that Alex Pagalian has shown great interest in some of the events on the West Coast Swing. And uh, we also have uh, some of our regulars from the West Coast who are also monsters like Santos Samba Holmes. Uh, we have Jason Williams. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, and I'm pretty sure Oscar and Ernesto Dominguez will, will show their faces. Uh, we've got Sal Butera. I'm sure that's interested in at least uh, one or two of the West Coast Swing events. And, uh, you know, we are hoping to publish a player's list towards the end of June. Okay. Now, let me ask you, let me ask you this. I know... Um uh, I, I think there's at least a, a, a few of them, right? The Moscone Cup points events? Well, actually, yes. And thanks to you and uh, with the help of, uh, you know, Matchroom Sports' Luke Riches, we have, uh, uh, we've only gotten Moscone points for one of the events. That's 10,000 added 10 ball at uh, the West Coast Challenge event which is at Chris Woods California Billiard Club, and that's July 8th, 9th, and 10th. So uh, the 10,000 out of 10 ball will be a Moscone Points event. So we're very proud of that. What we'd like to see, Mark, in the future is we would like to see the growth of this West Coast Swing. Uh, we'd like to see more added monies so that uh, we can work again with Matchroom Sports in, in the future to provide Moscone points for all of the events. Uh, we actually, we could have gotten on board this year, even with the, uh, you know, with the 2,500 added toll Dixon, which is July 2nd and 3rd. We might have been able to get Moscone points for it, but unfortunately, uh, due to the release of the dates, we actually missed the timing by, I think, one week. So Matchroom, Matchroom you know, graciously gave us the uh, West Coast Challenge event, which is 10000 added. But I think in the future, you're going to see all of these events are going to be Moscone Awards, Moscone Points events. Well, yeah, I think uh, I think that they should be, uh, especially because the way, and it's been the uh, constant, uh, I don't want to say complaint or uh, put a dog shadow on it, but it's been the problem of there's so many events and they're so scattered around. It's hard work for players to go to all of them, you know. And uh, sometimes the money isn't as good as others. 
But when you've got a swing like that where it's easy, it's easy enough to go from one to the next to the next to the next and eventually leading to the uh, U.S. Open uh, CSI events, then, it, you know, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. It makes it worthwhile for some other players to come out, and especially if, uh, if you're able to get some of that added money bumped a little bit, uh, to, for, for them to come out and do that kind of thing. You know, and take, make the whole trip and get a bunch of points, you know, just just by being there. Yeah, so, I mean, the, you know, there's the benefit for the players to get involved with the West Coast Swing. And I'm going to just, I'm going to preface this, because if a player has any vision at all, they'll realize that uh, playing six events like this in one month is not only good for them, you know, and their game to play at different venues, and uh, to enter uh, different events with different formats, uh, all leading to the larger CSI US Open events, which are each 15,000 added, the uh, eight ball and the 10 ball are 15,000 added each. Uh, the player should really understand too, that this is, a, you know, especially the professional player out there, that this is a wonderful opportunity for them to, you know, work with and showcase their sponsors. You know, if they're sponsored by any products or any Q companies or, uh, uh, you know, whoever it is that they represent, you know, this is a chance for them because, you know, all of these events are being live streamed as well. And so... Is POE Pool streaming all of the events other than the CSI? I think they do their own, right? Yes, uh, POV Pool streaming all of the events except the CSI US Open events. However, I have uh, I have initiated a conversation with, uh, with CSI to possibly uh, provide some commentary, the guest commentator on a couple of the CSI uh, uh, matches, uh, which would be nice because, you know, let's say, for instance, we get uh, Aaron Appleton and Rodney Morris play up in San Francisco, you know, we get to go full circle and see them in Las Vegas, and uh, maybe I have the honor of providing some coverage for that match in Las Vegas. You know, I think it, I think it would be fitting, you know. But anyway, back to the player, you know, I just think it's, I think it's a great, like, you know, opportunity for these guys to, I mean, you know, you got John Mora, who's interested in playing all of these events, you know, it's a great opportunity for him to represent all of his Canadian uh, uh, comrades. Uh, I know that he, you know, and, and the publishers out there like Q-Sport Nation, you know, I'm sure would love the attention, and Q-Sport Nation would probably give us some attention, too, if uh, John Mora does well. And so, you know, I just think it's good for for, for pool on the whole, you know, if fact that we're coordinating all of these events, you know, the, the headline of, of my initial press release was, you know, six events in one month to awaken the road player within. And that's basically how I feel about it. But if you, if you take the professional player who has, you know, they have companies that they want to promote, you know, we, we, we welcome you guys. Yeah, and you guys, you guys have done a good job in all working together in a in an atmosphere, or like you should have said, in an industry that has a tendency to not necessarily work together, not play well together from time to time. 
And and so and, and then for the people that I can understand some of the reasons, you know, nobody wants to advertise oh come to my pool room instead of theirs this weekend. Um you know, all my the guys who are always here my bread and butter are all leaving to go to San Francisco, for an example. Um, I, I think it's real good what you guys have done and I and hopefully you know, as as things progress within the industry, everybody will work together and be able to negotiate dates and not overlap each other and not have any, you know, animosity. Because at the end of the day, we all win. I mean, the pool fan wins for sure. That every weekend, it's like the, the NFL. If you NFL, you, if you every weekend you've got a, a football match on, you know, you you're happy. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, it, it's, you know, part of it's a labor of love, and, and you have to be persistent with uh, everybody involved. I mean, you know, it's, it's difficult to get sponsors, and sometimes, you know, uh, where I may have a problem getting a sponsor, uh, you know, getting sponsored by one company, uh, a room owner may have some influence with that same sponsor that will you know, be able to uh, point us in the right direction and get that, you know, get that sponsorship. You know, I think it's those things that are very crucial to uh, bringing it all together. Um, and, and I saw some, I saw some of uh, POV's numbers. I mean, you guys turned out, what, five, six million last year. So... Well, yeah, we have exposure to uh, four no. million views per year. You no, know, I'm, right? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the financials, the dollars. You turned over, what, four or five? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, look, uh, yeah, I... I see, you, I see you cruising around in your BMW, you, you just hold your shaved head all shiny and your fancy sunglasses on. Oh, it's for the love of the game. And as you say, you know, oh, my seat won't adjust anymore. I'll just stick another one hundreds under my butt so I can but see. I, Mark, I can guarantee you, okay, here's my commitment to the, to the, I will say this now, maybe 20 years from now, you can you can record this as a sound bite, but I can guarantee you that if those are the kinds of numbers that POV Pool brought in, you would see an annual, like, $100,000 tournament from POV Pool. You would see that. But, uh, you know, let's just face it, you know, the numbers, uh, you know, I don't want to get into the financial like, of, uh, of POV Pool, but uh, it's not really about that, you know. I mean, my financials for POV Pool are probably about as good as, you know, the financials of, like, any pool player in the top, you know, you know below the top 100. <laughs> you know, and we all we all know that there's only like five pool players in the in the United States that are making a hundred thousand plus a year. Yeah, and I, I just don't see any of that money myself. But yeah, that's. Um, let me see. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the magic bullet is, but uh, but I what I have done, what we we have done is, is we have kind of built these relationships that are growing and, and they're growing in the right in a good direction, a positive direction and we're all willing to work with each other we continue to be willing to work with each other and uh, you know, we're doing it we're doing it, yes there's a profit motive there 
but it's also to promote the game. So until Poole can fix itself, once again, it's going to come down to until Poole becomes professional again, we are going to do the best we can to keep providing the, uh, you know, the format for professionalism uh, that we can, you know. And, you know, my hat is off to all the other uh, people out there that try it too, you know, Tony Chohan, the Tom Tips Tour, uh, Oscar Dominguez with the West West State Tour, you know, uh, you know, there are Jane or Orke, the Jim Pierce Tour, you know, all these tours are a great idea, you know, the Fargo rating, you know, somehow none of these bridges have met each other. So I just don't know what the magic bullet is going to be, but uh, we just continue to forge ahead, you know, develop relationships and provide some good entertainment and uh, hopefully some good payouts for some of the players that come and play. So please go to povpool.com slash westcoastswing. povpool.com slash westcoastswing and come enjoy our beautiful West Coast. Uh, have a great July. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to uh, take any emails or any inquiries uh, for sponsorship or for players. Uh, you know, I'm always there. You know, it's, I make it a priority. Yeah, you, you guys do a good job, man, and uh, I know uh, a lot of people, most people appreciate that you do, and we know it's a, a little money earner, thankless job sometimes, but uh, it's appreciated by a lot of people, so uh, yeah, keep, thank keep, you. Doing what, keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you. I'm sure I, what I'm going to have to do is, uh, is I'm going to have to write a book, because well, I saw your financial on your book. Uh, yeah. Watching T wheels, and, uh, and now I'm jealous. So you know, I've ordered your book, by the way. <laughs> and I, I saw that. I saw that on uh, was it on Facebook? I think that you ordered it. Um, I'm trying to think if you're in it. I think I, I think I left out all the parts that were going to be like too, you know, too much. You know, I didn't want to be it to be too nasty or too vulgar, too much. Uh, <laughs> Bad language, uh, put the sport in the ill repute. So there's a, there's a, I don't think you probably made it just just because of those reasons. I mean, you know, we know when you get talking, there's a, uh, you got a foul mouth sometimes. So, uh, yeah. well, well, you know, I, I know you got to do what you got to do to sell to sell to get the numbers. So, <laughs> I so I appreciate you, but it's essentially uh, it's funny. Uh, so the, the people who I know who are not in pool who have read it, you know, have, have been, have enjoyed it. And, and it surprised me so much that people were enjoying this, these stories. Because to me, the only, I think you've got to know who Earl is, you got to know who Johnny is, who Nick is, who Buddy Hall is, and that's John Schmidt and so on. you got to know who the Darren Appleton, you got to know who they are. So you can go, oh my goodness, really? That's, yeah. that's funny. But I guess it's uh, something that universally don't necessarily have to know each person. Uh, which, you know, I, I'm not kidding myself, but I don't think I've got another Harry Potter on my hands or anything here. But we'll, it sure would be nice. And I'll, put, I, I'll tell you what, if I make a million dollars, I'll put $100,000. I'm with you. 
Thank you very much, Cheryl. Thank you for everything you do. I'm not saying that because I know you. I'm not saying it because I'm your friend or any other kind of. Thank uh, you. I think you do. I think you do a great job, and everybody appreciates it. And um, we will uh, keep our eye on what's going on with uh, POV Pool. Likewise. Thank you very much, uh, Mark, and thank you to American Billiard Radio, Dave Bond. Thank you. That's it for this edition of the Legends and Champions Report. You guys have a great week. We'll speak to you next week.